I'm real sore from the gym. Ah. As noted on my Instagram account, my AC was broken for a little while, and I decided to go to the gym instead of sweat in bed. Ah. Yeah. So, with that being said, you know what? I'm still sore. These guns uh, looking like little pea shooters that you pull out of your, like, <laughs> sock holster. Uh, that's, that's how uh, they're sore. Okay. I understand. Man, that's got to suck coming from a from the gym, getting all hot and sweaty, and then coming home and not having AC. Yeah, yeah. So I go into the bathroom and I take a shower, right? Yeah. And I come out and I dry myself off, but I'm still fucking wet because it's so hot in my apartment. <laughs> that's what it's like in Miami at all times. Yeah, yep. I can imagine. Uh, a lot like that in Barbados as well. It's yeah. uh, my, my great uncle's shower heater. Uh, because it's only him and his wife there, and they live in some weird shack in the forest. Yeah. Not really a shack. It's a very nice, like, two-bedroom house. Really actually kind of crazy that it exists out there. <laughs> I think he built most of it himself, too, which is like the craftsmanship is unreal. But all that aside, uh, I go I go there, and they only have so much hot water during the day sure. uh, because their water heater's got to heat it up, and it's like a small little tank or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... The first thing they do in the morning is cook breakfast. And then, you know, you're washing dishes or whatever. Sometimes you you use hot water. Sometimes you don't or whatever. And a bunch of... It's me, my sister, and my great aunt and my great uncle staying in the same place. And the three of them take showers before me. And I'm left with nothing but super cold water. Nice. But it works to my benefit because Barbados is hot as fuck at all times. And it's always humid. (laughs) And it rains all the time. It's the worst. It's a beautiful country. The rain and the mosquitoes make me want to fucking kill myself. Yeah, those those Caribbean... And just anything in the Caribbean Sea is just kind of... It's a mess of humidity and mosquitoes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Very <laughs> picturesque everywhere you go. Uh, we've got a special guest here today. Hello. It's me again. It's Nikki. Yeah. Welcome to Real Nerd Hours, your favorite slice of life podcast, ostensibly about nerd shit. This time, we bring you the tea. Ooh, tea report, tea report. Ooh. <laughs> He's like the post AX, post 4th of July, post. Momokun Fallout just drama report. It's great. Yeah. I'm uh, here for a reason. If you if you like <laughs> drama, dog, we've got it in spades this week. Yeah, what was uh, a what TNT? Uh, TMZ? No, oh, TNT. The, the old, we know drama. There you yeah. go. That's us right now. You know what? Speaking of drama, what you got? I recently watched a German drama oh. by the name of Dark. You like how that you like that segue? I, I'm with that segue. You know what? I always ruin segues because like I'm too eager to flate myself for making them. <laughs> I know it just ruins the segue because you talked about the segue. Yeah, yeah. Is Dark the one on Netflix? Yeah, it is. It's about time travel. Yeah, I watched that one too. Yeah, I. Uh, not a fan. <laughs> there were there are interesting parts, and I think that there were some really good like filming aspects of it. But the story was Wait, hard. Was that the one where it was like the kids trying to solve the murder, and then they yeah. go back? And, oh, okay, yeah, that was. Chet weird. was walking in while I was watching it. I only caught bits of it, but it seemed really strange. Yeah, I was trying to watch it while I was working on cosplay, which was difficult because the dub sucked. Dub <laughs> oh, dub yeah. sucks. Subs only. I mean, look, look. <laughs> uh, 
I will reverse part of my stance for subs and dubs when it comes to live action stuff because the ADR never f- sounds as good as like the actual thing, yeah. like the environmental sound. Mm-hmm. One of the scenes in particular that I noticed this on, and I actually went through and I switched it back and forth to kind of see where my head was at. Uh, there's a scene where they're back in the 80s and somebody's mom is driving them to school or whatever. And Normally, when you have a conversation in the car, you have like room tone, which is the tone in the car, mm-hmm. and then the exterior sound. And all of that was like super, super flat mm. uh, as they were having the conversation. And it sounded, it just sounded like they were standing in a fucking room having the conversation, uh, which in fact. Yeah. They were. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very strange. The story was really hard to follow, though. Like, I don't. I don't know. It got really confusing when the like, oh, I'm going back in time. Also, I'm your dad. That's why I disappeared. <laughs> I never finished all of it. Spoiler alert! By the way, Jesus. <laughs> oh, because you know, people are really going to be jumping on their dark yeah. spoilers. Yeah. In here. <laughs> uh, there's so. I, I never figured out a ton of I didn't finish it. I got to like episode 9 of 12 or something That's like about that. where I stopped too. So. Okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, so he's like Fry. He's his own grandfather right. or some yeah. shit like that. But it's it's very complex. Any, any story involving time travel, you have to like set your own rules within time travel and you best not break them. Well, actually, to be fair, they do a really good job of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's a portion when they start talking about how the time travel was made or whatever, like a nuclear accident created a black hole or some dumb shit like Uh that. And it was just like, all right, I I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I personally like the way they set the rules in Looper. Oh, it was like, oh, how does this work? Man, don't even ask. It's too complex. And that was it. That was all we needed. Fuck it. <laughs> we ain't got to explain shit. I hate that so much. I thought it was a really funny way of doing it just because, like, you know that, I mean, time travel, as far as we're concerned, definitely impossible. So for them to try and explain it in a way that, like, actually makes sense phys- with physics, people are just going to tear it apart and they're just going to... You know, well, that's why you don't even have the character ask. Sure. Right? Well, okay, like, that's fine. Yeah, just never address it. Exactly. Because the problem that I had with it was that I felt like whoever wrote that script found out through having somebody else read the script that it didn't make sense how the time travel worked. Oh, okay. So he wrote it in for <laughs> yeah. Jordan Gor- uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt to ask. And then Bruce Willis to like slap it down. That was probably like a verbatim conversation <laughs> that he had with his friend as he was writing the script. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. That seems that seems right. I just thought it was funny that they did yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cheeky. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that I watched that Tomb Raider movie. Oh yeah, I did not give a flying fuck about that. How was it? It was exactly what you would expect it to be so it was passable yeah it wasn't it wasn't bad that's pretty much exactly what i expected out of it yeah (laughs) it would be competent yeah it was fine and like it god damn i hate the internet so much those dudes online that were complaining about like Lara croft's tits not being big enough of course of course i've always hated the internet i've always hated it I, i don't i get 
that that was like one of the defining factors of Lara Croft in the original Tomb Raider games. But since then, like the more recent ones, they've toned it down anyway. And if you're raiding a tomb, you'd probably wear a sports bra. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> look, let's be real. Like, if you have big, like, quadruple D titties, you're Got not going to be... honking honkers. Exactly. <laughs> beep, beep. You're, you're, you're going to take them to your body if you're going to fucking be doing cartwheels and backflips. <laughs> this is just impractical. Yeah, it, you're, they're going to be slapping you in the face all the time. As somebody with an ample bosom, you, you, you need to get that you, stuff down. Yeah, <laughs> you hold that shit in place. Yeah. Can you imagine doing this like if you got a massive dong? <laughs> just letting that shit just flap around. I would never let that happen. Well, I don't let it happen now. Uh, <laughs> that's why I keep some sports tape with me at all times. Oh right to the leg. No, I refuse to tape my beast down. <laughs> let them fly free. I just wear long underwear. <laughs> just keep God long johns on you at all times. I, I recently... And by recently, I mean yesterday, decided to binge more Invincible. So now I'm on like chapter 100 something. Oh, cool. And or issue, volume, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah. That shit gets brutal. Yeah. Did you, <laughs> uh, did you get to the portion with the rape? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. That's, uh, that's some dark stuff there. Uh. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, Yeah, it's good. And then there's also, like, I mean, multiple just gruesome-ass murders and major characters and cities getting just fucking literally glassed. Yep. Like, all right, we're doing it, huh? Yeah, it's a really good comic. The unfortunate part is, like, they're making a TV or a cartoon out of it. Yeah. Uh, going on Amazon. Okay. And I don't know what exactly they plan to provide that the show or the comic doesn't. I mean. Than, like motion. Yeah. Like I. Given that it's in color and that it's very well is illustrated. You're not going to get as much out of seeing it animated as you would with, you know, say like. Like a mob psycho. Because yeah. that was a web comic that wasn't very well, it was popular, but it wasn't like very uh, ubiquitous. Um, but it was also poorly drawn and very stylized. Yeah, and then like it's all black and white, et cetera, et cetera. But this one, it's really clear like what we're getting out here because it's already drawn realistically. The characters are fleshed out. It's it's got a very strong story. So I mean, like I'm not upset that they're animating it but yeah i don't really know what we're gonna get really new that's brought to the table here yeah it's gonna be just like every anime that's had a manga adaptation yeah. done or manga that's had an ad yeah, ad- the other yeah. Uh, vice versa <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah I, and not any fault of the creators yeah. uh i mean get get your money but choosing Amazon sucks because yeah. they move so fucking slow on every show they have. With the exception of, I think, Transparent. I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure with the exception between the first season and the second season, I don't think there was a huge gap there. But there probably was, like there is with every one of their shows. Mm. Like between... The first season of Patriot and the second season, although it was renewed, I think the first season came out in 2016 
or very early 2017, mm. and the second season hasn't come out yet. I see. And same with The Tick. The Tick was like, I don't know, five episodes, maybe ten episodes or something like that. <laughs> and the gap between the first season and the second season was like eight, nine months. And it was it was a small amount of episodes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And I also don't really... I don't think Amazon is a bad platform, but it doesn't have that same reach as a Netflix or even a Hulu. Which is super ironic because most people in the world have Amazon Prime or in the U.S. Right, have yeah. Amazon I, Prime. I have Amazon Prime. I don't watch shit on there. I mean, sometimes you'll find a gem. Oh, that's, yeah. That's why I use it, actually, because every once in a while I'll get on there and I'll be like, yo, this is here. I'm watching it. Right. But <laughs> almost every time I'm looking for something specific, like, oh, I wonder if Simpsons is on Amazon. No, you can buy it, though. Like, okay, I don't want to. So <laughs> <laughs> they they also have a great rental platform. Mm. Uh, I bounce between that and YouTube for rentals. Because the prices vary yeah, enough. Yeah, my parents do a lot of Amazon rentals. I do not. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, one warning to you at home if you're listening and saying, oh, let me rent this shit on Amazon. They're only going to give you 720p if you're watching on your computer, <laughs> which is bullshit. Yeah, you have to watch on a PS4 or a Chromecast or a Fire Stick for them to give you... Uh, 1080. Yeah. That's... Okay, sure, whatever. Not to go off on a rant here, uh, pulling out my old man Dennis Miller impression. Have you seen any Dennis Miller shit lately? That's no. fucking nut. I know he's gone like full conspiracy theorist right wing guy. Yes. Yeah. You know, I guess he decided there's no right wing comedians. Why not me? I'm relevant. And yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, he's not. Well, yeah, that was that was the ironic part of the bit. <laughs> Goddamn! One of the major problems that I have with Netflix is even using their desktop app that's in fucking Windows 10. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the store and download it. You can use it in the web browser as well, but the web browser doesn't give you as good of quality as the app. Huh. Like the biggest problem is even if I'm using the app. The playback uh, bit rate is oftentimes shit. Hmm. So I'm looking at fucking whole ass pixels on my fucking nice ass yeah. monitor. And it's like, dog, like, what am I paying you for if you can't even deliver the content that I want to see at a decent looking rate, right? Yeah. If you guys don't have the ability at this point to expand your infrastructure to the point where I can watch it in crystal, crystal clear clarity... Shouts to the Bodega Boys, uh, Red Bull Studios, two twenty West Eighteenth Street, uh, yeah. New York, New York. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if if I don't have the ability to watch it as clearly as I want to fucking see it, then why the fuck am I paying you? And even if I put it on my fucking TV through my PS4, it's just it still looks kind of shitty. Yeah. My TV is nice, dog. I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to buy the the product in order to see it look good i should just be able to see it yeah that was um i i did some advertising work with uh amazon streaming a while back like i don't want to say it was right when they got started but it was it was a while ago and uh that was kind of the one thing that netflix had going for them though was when netflix has a bad a bad connection it just kind of dips the quality and just kind of powers through. And I think that's probably what you're seeing is that like it just drops frames or, you know, 
there's slow connection on either end. It's either you or their servers, whatever. But they'll just lower the quality. Amazon didn't have that technology. They were just like, oh, you got a buffer. And you know what? <laughs> I would almost rather buffer at this point. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like there's arguments for both. I know most people probably won't care that much about the quality. So they opt for dropping the quality and just keep powering through it. As opposed to you you just stop the fucking thing altogether and just, okay, we're waiting. Okay, we're waiting. And I'm sure a lot of laymen won't know, oh, let me just drop this to 480p because I don't care about quality. Yeah. So they're just going to sit there chugging along at 1080 with their shitty connection. And that's it. <laughs> uh, side note, before you at me online about this little thing that you can do i think it's like you hold down control shift and alt and then hit d or control shift d it'll give you the opportunity to change the bit rate that you're getting it at and the cdn so it'll like in an ideal world play better for you but in my experience it just drops the quality anyway after a few (laughs) minutes it's fucking stupid oh so it's it's like setting your uh facebook to show most recent stories instead of the top stories in your feed yeah yeah i don't even know why that menu's there they also have a weird menu called like nerd stuff or something like that where it shows you the bit rate and like a bunch of specs and shit oh yeah it's fucking dumb yeah youtube has that too yeah yeah all right well anyway uh that's not what we're here to talk about nope let's let's get rid of all of this stuff because nikki is sitting here bored (laughs) (laughs) as if she doesn't watch netflix come on i'm sorry you guys ain't talking about anime you could brought up hunter (laughs) hunter which is all me and cheddar watching right now Uh, i've heard it's slow it's so good i love it i got a new green sun Yep, I knew you'd like that. <laughs> I love Gon. He's so cute. He's a good, good boy. All of them are good, good boys, except Hisoka. <laughs> oh, yesterday was uh, Hisoka's ass day. I hated it. I retweeted it, but there's a part in Hunter Hunter where he's standing in front of a window and he says they're going to meet on July, July 10th. 10th, but he's like butt ass naked and it shows his butt. And so everybody retweeted it. Okay. Yep. Anime, Twitter. Anime. So, you two went to AX this year. Anime Expo. Anime Expo in Los Angeles, always around or on uh, July 4th weekend. They always try their best to include the 4th of July as part of Anime Expo. So, that meant this, this week or this year, it was on day zero, which was Wednesday. So. It's yeah. weird. And Chet and I both had very different anime expos. Very different anime Very, oh, very different. Did you? Yeah. Uh, let's start with you, Chet. Uh, what, okay, what was so, your anime <laughs> expo like? All right. So some general things about anime expo. First of all, if you're not from Southern California, you may not be, uh, you may not be aware that this past week was hot as fuck. It yeah, it got terrible. to like 115 in LA or something like that. Yeah, it was stupid. So that really affected a lot of things. Which brings me to the next point of it was really, really, really crowded. Um, Part of that was just because they had a shitload of people in there. Uh, It was like over 110,000 tickets sold. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's too much. But, I mean, and the convention center is large, but it ain't that big. Um, 
Yeah, you. That's like a small town. Yeah, right that's there. bigger than a lot of towns in America. <laughs> but um, because it was so hot, everyone stayed inside. Like normally, you know, it's usually hot. It's the Fourth of July weekend, but it's you know eighty, maybe ninety. I've never seen it past a hundred during Anime Expo, at least. And the hottest day was one oh nine, I think, which was Friday. Yeah, and that's oh wow, very fucking hot. So. I don't know what that translates to in Celsius. It's something like uh, no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. What is it? You multiply it by two and add thirty. Something like that. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But it's. I know it's either in the high thirties or like crossed into forty. But uh, yeah, you can do the conversion yourself. I don't know. But yeah. So uh, people would normally be outside doing things. You know more often but because it was so fucking hot no one wanted to be outside so everyone was in the convention center all at the same goddamn time so it was asked to elbows pretty much in every hallway that's awful yeah, yeah. and there's some pit photos on twitter um of one of the how to get to from the south hall to the west hall yeah that was where it was worse yeah and that's it looks like a fire hazard like if, oh, it's if something 100%. happened like people would have been trampled and killed I was in Artist Alley, and it was. I stood absolutely still for ten minutes because nobody was moving, and yep. I couldn't walk backwards or forwards or left or right. And that was why I left Holy you there. Yep, fuck. we were in there together, and she's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna, you know, make my way through all the whole hall." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna do literally anything else because this is too many." It was people. my only day off. Oh, I, I understand. <laughs> But also understand, I wanted to be anywhere but there. <laughs> At least it was really cold. Yeah, that was one small miracle was that the AC was kicking this time. <laughs> Could you imagine if the fucking AC broke? Dude, last year, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the first day of the con last year, it wasn't. They didn't have it up all the way, and I remember I was I was sweating bullets in my cosplay because some of the photos people took of me, you could see like sweat lines like under my wig, like going down my face, and some people passed out in the artist alley. Yeah, uh, they oh, had to call ambulances and stuff. But this year, I'm sure somebody got heat stroke, but I, I didn't think, hear about it. I think. The total that I heard over the weekend, and that's both inside the con and outside the con at parties, I think it was 10. I could be wrong, but I heard 10. <laughs> that's a big number. It, I mean, you know, given that there's 100,000 people, honestly, not a bad percentage. But and, yeah, and the that's, fact that's, that it wasn't people who were like, because last year it was people who paid to be there were sitting, trying to make money, and then getting heat stroke. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't the it artists was themselves. Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, certainly. Uh, but yeah, so you know, my my focus as usual was just having a good time. I had a panel to run, um, but that was only on Saturday, which was the last full day of the con. So it really wasn't over my mind, in the back of my mind until then. So yeah, we were just uh, out here partying, and I know I've mentioned the pool deck rooftop parties of the Weston Bonaventure. I know I've mentioned that here before, but those are some legendary parties. Basically, there's one hotel that's about a mile away from the convention center, and it's a very large hotel. It's actually quite nice, but the pool deck is on the fourth floor, and you can get to it from across the street. Like You don't even have to come through the hotel to get there, so it's, it's totally open to the public. And People just set up DJ stuff, 
people bring bottles, people bring drinks, and they just ha- go out there and have a good time. And it's a it's a very large area, so there's like no no sense of danger or like hazard or crowding or anything like that but it's a ton of people out there drinking and it's not like next to any hotel rooms either so you can be really loud yeah it's pretty far removed from everything so they basically have no issues except you know keep it clean when security asks you to turn it down or to leave you leave don't break anything but you know it's all like stone and marble so you're not breaking anything anyway well, you know, they've, they've had some issues with, like, littering, vandalism, and stuff in the past, but it's always been pretty minor. Until this year. Uh-oh. This year, people don't know how to fucking act, y'all. <laughs> people don't know how to fucking act. So last year, there were some issues with drugs. Like, some people passed out. I heard, I, don't, I can't confirm this, but I had heard that there was an issue with roofies in people's drinks. Yikes. Um, I don't know who the fuck that was. It was probably someone who wasn't even attending the con, but you know, shit happens. So this year we're like, guys, keep it cool. We don't want anything like last year. Let's be respectful when they say clear out. We clear out. We're good because the people I roll with, we've been doing this for a while. I'm in this Facebook group that is just people who party at conventions. But it's like a real mixed bag of we've been doing this for years and, oh, I'm new to conventions. I want to party. Ah. And like they the new people don't like to listen to us old heads. And I kept telling people, don't let them see you with bottles. Don't let them see you with, with glass. Like just mix it in your room and bring it here. Just don't have it out. It's like, nah, man, the security is cool. I'm like, no, motherfucker, listen. And they're like, fine, fine. So people know how to fucking act. Friday night, people got bottles. Oh, no, wait, this was... No, Thursday night, people are having a good time. People got bottles. DJ's set up, but then security's like, nah, this is too loud, this is too wild. Like, all right, let's 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 bring it down. So, okay, fine. You know, we went until 3 a.m. It was a good run anyway, no problem. Friday night. Now, I wasn't here for this, but the following things happened on Friday. The bathrooms got completely vandalized. In what way? I don't know. I bet somebody just shit all over the bathroom. <laughs> just, you know, it's shit in their hand and it's smeared on their walls. Maybe. But I know those bathrooms were shut down for the rest of the weekend. Wow. So it could have been a lot worse. Uh, someone let off some fireworks on the rooftop. Firecrackers, to be exact. Maybe I, I heard fireworks because oh, this was light it and run. Well, they, I heard it was firecrackers because it sounded exactly like gunshots. And uh, a lot of oh, people, no. Okay, yeah. You're right. You're right. Which, if you didn't keep up with it, there was... I don't I don't really know what to call it, but some basically people were worried that somebody was going to shoot up Anime Expo. Somebody yeah. had made an explicit threat online to right. shoot up Anime Expo. So yeah. that is a great sound to have following that news. Yeah, it's great. So, of course, then they had to shut that down because... What could have been potentially gunshots? Also, why are you setting off explosives in a crowd of people? But yeah, uh, and apparently someone punched a fucking housekeeper. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, who the fuck? So 
Yeah, that got shut down. <laughs> That's why you can't have nice shit, dog. That's oh my god, that is exactly what everyone said. Like, this is why we can't have nice things. Anime is canceled. Anime is fucking no, dumb. no, no, not anime because it's terrible. It also the worst things always stick around. <laughs> but yeah, apparently there was a lot more. There were a lot more people who weren't even attending the convention at all. Like they weren't even at the hotel. They were just showing up off the street because, like, yo, there's a party. Let's go. And they would just show with like backpacks full of drugs, ready to slang. Of course, it was like those dudes that Harris met. Oh man, yeah, in San Jose. Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's some shady business. But uh, so that's Friday. That's not even the last night of the con. And so I'm surprised. Sorry to cut you yeah. off. I'm surprised somebody hasn't gone out of their way to like host a legal party. Oh, no, there actually was a legal party on, I think it was Saturday, at a warehouse. Yeah, there's, um, well, there were multiples. So yeah, there, yeah. That, there was one, Senpai Squad hosted that, that one. That was the warehouse one. Faku also hosted they a party. Had their well, that's, that's a the, ticketed event. Yeah. And well, that's Senpai like Squad was also a ticketed event. Was it like an official AX thing? I don't know if it was an official think... AX thing, but you did have to pay to get in. Oh, okay. Okay. So a lot of, I mean, a lot of these places, do, I mean, they can't just front the money. Well, yeah. So true, yeah. like you need to pay like five or $10 to get in, which is totally acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that seems to be the way things are going. I know yeah. even at SoccerCon, like they have the official Funimation party. Like a lot of the companies now host parties, almost like a San Diego Comic-Con kind of deal. Yeah. Oh, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we 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 know about those. Yeah, uh, next year, next year's our year. There you go. Assuming some things don't happen, I got you a ticket. Me and you to a ticket to a party. I oh, where at? Uh, it's the, the the National Geographic Mars season two party. Free drinks and food. Hey, God works for me. Open bottle. Let's go. Damn it! All right, I I'm putting out an all call on Twitter. If you got tickets to a party, hit your boy up. I love an open bar. All I want to do is drink daiquiris, dog. That's it. <laughs> I have a friend delicious. who's hitting me up with stuff, so I will also start linking them to you. Thank you. So I've Thank only you. your boy's trying to turn up. Hold on, when is it? This week or next week? Next, it's week. next week. Next week. Yeah. So oh. I will I will start getting stuff. I know I've turned already turned down a few parties because Chet and I are driving to L.A. on the Thursday. Thursday to pillows. What? The, the pillows. pillows. Oh, okay. A hundred percent going to drive to L.A. for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know when they'll be back in the U.S. Never. <laughs> Good chance of that, honestly. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So that was Friday night. Saturday night was the night of the Senpai Squad party. Funimation, I think they did it multiple nights. Uh, but Crunchyroll did a party. Oh, I didn't even know that. But yeah, still, but I wasn't interested in any of the ticketed parties. I'm if there's a Crunchyroll party this year, let me know. Okay. I mean, I, at Comic-Con. I, okay, right, I mean, you. they do good parties, so. Yeah, yeah. Most of those places do, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, so everyone's like, okay, what the fuck do we do? Because the Westin is basically like, everyone knows to go there. No one knows where else to go. Most of the people who are there to party were staying at the Westin. <laughs> Because they're like, hey, fuck it. I don't got to stumble back to my hotel. I just got to go back to my room. Yeah, I got to stumble up to my room and uh, slug a housekeeper. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> got the sixty trigger finger right here. It's called my fist. Um, so people were chilling on the rooftop and like trying to keep it super low key. And there was a little bit where the security was like, okay, you can be here if you're actually staying at the West End. If you've got a room key, 
you're good. Just, you know, you can bring up to four people. And then like after an hour and a half, they're like, no, you know what? Fuck this. Now everyone's out. (laughs) Well, so then people went to the other major hotel for anime expo. Basically everybody I knew at anime expo was either staying at the Westin or at the JW Marriott and everyone else was just an Airbnbs, which meant that, Everyone went from the Westin to the JW. And the JW, they had like an official thing going on in their lobby. And they were just cool with it. They were just letting people chill and drink in the lobby. And it was a bunch of people that had a DJ going. And that was pretty cool. And then they that got shut down because it was official. Therefore, they have the power to just say, okay, we're done. And then they had, you got to fucking move. And apparently like a protest kind of broke out. <laughs> Like a, hell no, we won't go. Hell no. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're going to get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Until the cops show up and just mow down the crowd. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, no, no, you're going to go one way or the other. So, of course, people moved. And I guess everyone just congregated in the parking lot across the street. Because it's just a big open parking lot. That's I don't think they do 24-hour parking. So, it was pretty empty. And everyone just moved out there and they were just chilling and drinking. And then there was a little taco cart or a truck and he let the DJ use their generator. (laughs) 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 So everyone's out here partying with the taquero. They like they got um, (laughs) they got pictures with them and everything. And everyone's just having a good time outside. And there was one dude like at the uh, at the parking lot that's like, guys, guys. Maybe we can, can we, um, all right. Good. <laughs> Fuck them. Yep. And they were good. And then eventually the DJ, he, he packed his stuff up and then the party just kind of dispersed. Funny enough, I missed most of this because I was up in people's rooms. So I kind of like caught bits of each of these individual things. But, you know, after all the stuff broke down with um, the parking lot party, it was already like 3.30, something like that. So it was late. People were ready to go to bed anyway. And I was chilling with my man, Dwayne, who was a listener. Shout out, gang gang. Um, and we didn't really know what to do. Uh, we were also out with uh, Brian Tist. So Brian Tist, he's going back to the West and with one of his friends. Dwayne and I were like, okay, we don't really know what to do. You know what? Let's. It's late. Let's just walk back to our hotel. Because both of us were staying in the same hotel. And if anything comes up along the way, we got it. You know, see where the wind takes us. So we're walking back. And like right next to where that uh, parking lot party was, there's a car wash. And as we're walking past it, there's this older black dude that's like, hey, yo, $3 shots of Henny. And we're like, excuse uh, me, What? <laughs> $3 shots of Henny. We got beer. We got Jameson. What you want? And we're like, all right, fuck it. Let's check it out. Yeah, $3 is a pretty good price. That's what I'm saying. So we just walk over there, and there's like maybe 10 other dudes just chilling and drinking. And we're talking with this guy. And like, I guess he probably runs the gas, the car wash. At least I would hope so. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's just selling booze like he's got this full-on bootleg ass bar so for two beers two shots 10 bucks that's great yeah we need more of those we need a lot more of those (laughs) and he's like 
I'm here every Friday and Saturday, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Tell your friends, put it on Instagram, do whatever, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. It was actually super cool and yeah, it was just a good, it was just a good time, and we ended up uh, talking with these dudes that were there from a Grateful Dead concert. They That's were, weird. Yeah, I didn't know Grateful Dead was in town at all, but yeah, they were um, they were all like med students. Oh, cool! Yeah, unwinding on a Saturday night. Yeah, it was super cool, and I got a photo with the dude because it was just the most random ass thing. But uh, yeah, I drank a lot of Henny this weekend, which was apparently a first for me. I didn't really thought about it, but I also had my first Henny Colada. Hell yeah! Which oh Hell man, yeah. oh I understand. Yeah. Oh good. Okay, so if you're unfamiliar with the Henny Colada, it's literally just a pina colada, but replace rum with Hennessy, and it'll get you twisted. Yes, it will. Oh, it's so good. Worth every fucking penny. Oh, it's so good. I'm gonna be doing that at Evo, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> Same. I can't. Guaranteed. I can't wait. What is that? Like two weeks away? Oh three. no, Evo's three weeks. No, I think it's more than that. Maybe four. It's only three or four though. I mean, it's August. Gotta start practicing. Fuck. It's a month because it's August. Yeah, it's about a month. Yeah. Well, I'm leaving on August third. Yeah. I gotta find like really nice or not nice, but really shitty dive bars to go to. Yeah. Because that's that's my shit right there. Let's see. It's yeah, like it's four, a, yeah, it's exactly four weeks away. Cool. Fuck. Yeah. Man, practice, man. Yeah. So you can get washed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm legit trying to make it out of my Dragon Ball pools. Okay. I, I do not think people are going to be very good at this game. Well, hopefully you don't get aligned with somebody who's really good. Even so, I, would have to have, I would have to have two really good people in my pool. I'm fine with making it out in losers. That's, that's still fits my goal. I just want to make it out and you know i think i can i almost beat flux once so okay that's that's hyperbolic <laughs> <laughs> you you took a round off woolly one time right <laughs> <laughs> nah nah i need to i need to practice with my man kizzy he plays my characters so okay kizzy k what up but anyway yeah, that was that was ax for me it was it was a good time it was a uh, stupid fucking high and that kind of ruined things, and parties were a little hard to track down. But, you know, most even just for the fucking random-ass bootleg Hennessy, it was worth it. That's a good time, man. That's good shit. Yeah. Can't wait to step out in hot-ass Las Vegas. Oh, man. I'm just going to be staying in that hotel for so long. Yeah. I don't got to yeah. leave for shit. Uh, we got to... Except gotta, for cardings. Yeah, cardings, and I got to find like one of those dive bars. Yeah. You gotta find a nice little bar that's like got two dollars and seventy five cents for well drinks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Nikki, it's your turn. Okay, so this is the tea report. Oh no, I was gonna tell you what I did on on oh. anime. Oh no, Expo. you do you do both. You do both. Okay, well, anime expo was cool because it was my first time I got to work as a professional cosplayer. Oh rad. Yeah, so I was hired by Five Hundred Five Games and Lab Zero to help promote their new game, Indivisible. Uh, so the creators of Skullgirls, repping Skullgirls shirt right now I got at the booth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're making a new game. It's a hybrid platformer and turn-based RPG that's going to be coming out first half next year. So I actually got to work at E3 as well and go. So they basically were like, hey guys, make costumes from the game. And so I worked 
three out of four days of the weekend at the booth helping promote the game. I had a little spiel. I had every time somebody came up and asked me questions. A lot of people thought me and the other cosplayers were actually devs. Cause oh. we we were like very like knowledgeable. They, yeah, we they were like oh, and I'm, I'm like I don't work for the game. I just really like the company. <laughs> <laughs> they should hire you. Yeah, They're like again for or for real, whatever. <laughs> I mean, we got glowing reviews about us at the booth, and it was really fun. Mike, um, the character I was doing though, very poor choice for the weather that was happening this oh, weekend. Man. Yeah, because it was a a blouse and a skirt with a hoop skirt. And basically, the only skin I was showing was my face and my hands, along with a, ti- a full tiger pelt it, that is, it, it, Ash wore it, and the tail barely dragged on the ground with Ash, so it is a little bit bigger than Ash, so that's like... Six, six. Five, six, six, six yeah. yeah, so a tiger pelt that was two layers of faux fur sewn together that I wore on my head, and it was horrible, like, because unfortunately, <laughs> they... they in, implemented one of those chip systems with the badges this year so you had to wait in line to get inside and wait in line uh, to get out yeah. so and i was getting up at i didn't party very much this weekend because i had to be at the convention center before 10 and i had to wait in line for 45 minutes in that and that's it was in the express line for exhibitors uh, oh, holy fuck so i had a little mini fan i just had directly pointed on my face when i w- was outside in that and it was so bad that because I had to stay very late the last day because I worked till closing, there was a huge line to get out of the convention center, and I was. In Hold that, on, if it's the last day and they're closing up, I don't why know. The fuck, would they scan out? I don't know. Oh, they weren't scanning out, but there were so many people. No, leaving. they were making you scan out. They didn't make me scan out. Really. Well, maybe it was just because they were telling everybody. You were going my, through a different exit, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. But, okay, that's dumb. Yeah, so I was waiting in line to get out. I was waiting for an hour, and it was so hot. So my character had the, the tiger, which I mostly sewed together, but I had to carve things out of foam. So I had to hot glue the fur to the foam. And then I also had this lantern that my character uses to fight with. And my first day of the convention, somebody bumped into me, and it slipped out of my hands and fell on the ground and shattered. Oh, Jesus Christ. But I was able to fix it in my hotel room with hot glue. But it was so hot that my hot glue melted on my lantern, and it, it when I was walking across the street finally to my hotel, the whole thing fell apart, and I had a little a little hook on my skirt so I didn't have to carry it all the time, and basically it all fell apart onto the street. Um, so I'm going to have to get the cage of the lantern reprinted because it was unsalvageable because there were cars coming, and I'm like, I'm not going to pick up all the pieces. It's done. Just grab the big ones. So, but overall, it was cool. I mean, I got paid basically to work for a game i really like or i mean i've only played the demo but so far it seems really it's cool really cool it, it does seem really cool i it's highly recommend no everybody now everybody check it out it's kind of like valkyrie profile and so nobody knows what that is right well <laughs> no we, we have some nerdy ass listeners <laughs> yeah uh go to it's indivisible if just look up indivisible game or indivisible rpg on google and the main website will pop up and the early prototype game they put up to have people pledge to their Kickstarter is still up there for free play. And it's a level. Look at this free promo they're getting. Yeah, right. Holy shit. I mean, she did work for them. So. I did work, and I really want this game to be successful. It's really cool. And like the, I was telling Chet, the guys at lab zero, like you can tell they really care about this game. All the animations are hand drawn and they've got a, like, 
I got to meet the uh, guy who did all the composing for Secret of Mana. He's doing that for the game. They flew him out. We did like CD signings with him. So I got a signed CD. I also got a cardboard cutout of the character I cosplayed that comes nice. up to like my waist that's in the corner of our that's house. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, everybody's super cool. And they actually, uh, they, they, they kickstarted it and hit a lot of their goals. Triggers actually animating the opening for the game too. But they didn't have enough funding and Lab Zero, some of the people in Lab Zero actually put their royalties in from Skullgirls to make sure they could finish this game, which they they really believe in. They this really game. believe in this game. And honestly, like I can, see, I do like Skullgirls. I like a lot about it, but I can see why it wasn't like a huge commercial success. Between that, oh, it's, you mean like art with the big swinging titties yes. isn't hidden off in commercial spaces? Yes. Oh, and, how strange. Yeah, crazy, right? So, the, yeah, there's the big swinging titties that every character is female, which isn't strictly a problem in itself, but until it DLC does. came out. Well, yeah, they until but that Beowulf. was way later, yeah. <laughs> way later. But you know, it, it just evokes this image of waifu fighters, and waifu fighters do not do well in the West. And this was a Western-developed game, and Western-developed fighting games don't do well in the East. So he basically edged himself out of every market just with the roster. But then it's also, this is a fighting game. These aren't traditionally very high-selling. Yeah, this game, yeah. they're actually doing a, like, yeah. it's an RPG. This but one? They have a cool fighting yeah. system. So, like, it's you can either play the game, like, going through the game, or you can do, like, there's, like, juggling combos because the the fighting style is like really fast paced 25 different characters all different genders colors sizes so good like yeah the, the oh if you hate diversity don't buy this game i know the main character is a brown girl <gasps> i know crazy uh, forced diversity i forced can't believe diversity this. the most scantily clad woman is like actually like a bigger like yeah, she's like a Zarya type. Yeah, Zarya type, and she's a mom, and she's like a. And all the women have practical clothing for whatever their fighting style is. Oh, there's, unlike Skullgirls. Yeah, hey. how weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's actually one thing I really like is there's a girl that um I, I forget they've only teased her, but she only has her eyes showing, and she's like a she looks kind of like Mulan, but I forget her name. Hold um, on, her only her eyes are showing, but she looks like Mulan. Well, like you know, you know when she's when she's whatever Mulan's character, Pin. like Pit. Yeah, like when she's it, a dude. Yeah, when like, like similar outfit style. Oh, okay. yeah. So there's no actual race in the game because it's a fantasy world. But I mean, I, there's clearly some references. Yeah, like, there's one like, dude that's like he's he looks like a, a mix between uh, Hakan and like the Sultan from Aladdin. Oh yeah, and he fights with his his turban. He yeah, like his pulls turban's it off. a sword. Yeah, it's super cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then like for I got to directly ask the company like, hey, what about this? And my character is based off of Korean and Persian shamans. So I like went and I was like, is it this style of clothes from Korea? And they were like, it's kind of this, but you can do whatever you want. So like they they, they thought a lot about this game, and it's like really cool. I really wanted to do well, so please everybody play it. <laughs> 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 there's there's your free advertisement people Boom. who are listening Mike to Mike Z that. come on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh I met him once. Yeah, Mike, oh, yeah, I've met him a couple times. Yeah. Mike Eddie Z like wrote the whole um like combat system. Combat system for yeah. this. Apparently actually I did hear this weekend that they 
originally when they kickstarted the game, they took about part the Z engine for Skullgirls. They basically chopped it up and pasted it together for this because a lot of people were saying like, oh, the fighting system's way different. And they're like, well, we got funded so we could actually like build Make a system. Make our new engine. Yeah, for this. So it's cool. Anyways, that was my whole weekend. I basically yeah. worked, met lots of people, got people hyped for this game. Hope you all are hyped for this game because I'm hyped for this game. I'm going to play it this week. I'll get Chet to play it and he'll come on and talk about it, I guess. Yeah, I... I- I only got to watch a bit of the demo. I saw Trihex playing it for a bit, but he was like much farther into the game, so I didn't really understand. What he was took happening. a photo with me, and I had no idea who he was. Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Oh, who are you?" <laughs> I'm sure he liked that. It's good shit. That's yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, then I watched this this other girl who I think also could have been someone because she had a bit of crowd with her, but. She clearly does not play a lot of video games because she was having trouble with some simple things. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll play this on my own. Don't worry. I got take your time. <laughs> yeah, I got a free backer code for working with them, so you can play the newest one, Chad, yeah. and talk about it. Well, then I'll give you a a detailed review. Better be Mike, good. Might come on the show <laughs> <laughs> if we see him at Evo. Is yeah. he going to go to Evo, or is I, he just too busy? I working? don't think he would miss it. Um, but on to the important stuff. Yeah, now on to the actual tea. You've waited 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're we're on to the tea. If you're familiar at all with the cosplay world, if you're on Nobody Twitter, is. Instagram, I mean, we don't whatever. Re- we have like six listeners who cosplay. No, that's fine. But even so, like most people who listen to us are probably familiar with Jessica Negri, at least in some capacity. Oh, they beat off to her once. That's what I mean by in some capacity. <laughs> <laughs> Same goes with Momokun. Momokun is a cosplayer who doesn't like to wear a lot of clothing and has recently, within the last couple of years, has entered the world of internet fame. And uh, is quite popular. Was a body positive cosplayer, seemingly body positive cosplayer. Because she's a bigger girl. Yeah. But, yeah, okay, I'm not going to get into any of the, acu- any, any character witnesses type stuff. I'm going to bring this up again because at some point uh, I had a conversation with online mm. uh she had talked about how this was a few years ago how momokun uh was like a good person mainly because like as mentioned by other people at other times on other platforms patreon.com slash real nerd hours uh, <laughs> she was like a body positive person and whatever and she got caught slipping or something and she had written an apology on facebook and i was shown this apology I read that, and it just seems like she's like sucking her own dick through most of this, <laughs> and it doesn't seem super sincere. I, it sounds like she's making it sound like she was the victim the entire time, and all this other shit. I said I read the letter and gave my assessment of it, and maybe two months later came back and was like, "Dog, you were right." Yep. And I was just like, I "Was motherfucking right?" Yeah, motherfucker. Sorry. Continue. Okay. So, long story short, uh, Momokun, while she is very popular, or was up until last week, while she is very popular, she was a very controversial figure within the cosplay community because, as most people who have met her have come to know, she is a raging bitch. 
And well, should we go? I can go down a quick list of receipts of, of things if you'd like me to. Well, I figured we'd get to the evidence okay. after yeah. I made my, my thesis. Uh, yeah, so she has numerous issues. And while she does have a couple of people who have been with her kind of like throughout it all, through the thick and thin, most people that she latches on to the real thick eh, <laughs> the, not, the real never, thick and the slightly thick <laughs> the real thick and ah, we're probably not going to get to thin anytime soon <laughs> so most people that she's like ever linked up with drop her within six months because she's such a toxic person and I mean that like in every sense Hey, uh, Momo-kun, if you're listening to this, by the way, uh, applications are open for breadwinning wife to the house husband, <laughs> newly, or not newly, I've been single for a while. Uh, you know what? How's your boy? I'm fine with losing all of my friends for a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> See, there but you go. for how long will it last with this? Yeah. I mean, six months is fine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. You can buy a lot of stuff in six months. You really can. <laughs> you can buy all your friends back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just just stash some cash so like once you guys split or when she runs out of money, you know, you can and then you guys split, of course, because she's out of money. Uh, then you can have a big banquet for all your friends and just be like, sorry. <laughs> I paid for everyone's food. We good, right? Just, I mean, you could just stock up on smoked meats for six months. So don't, those don't go bad. Oh, just a, beautiful. Good idea. Beautiful. Oh, you guys are so silly. You know I never apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so, everything came to a head this week during Anime Expo, actually, regarding Momokun. Because there have been a lot, there have been a lot of people for a while Basically saying, this isn't a good person. She's a liar. She's a manipulator. She's an abuser. No one should be associating with her. But it was always kind of like, here's an accusation here, and there's a little hearsay there. And nothing was ever in a single compiled thing Uh, on a a large scale. A single compiled thing that people would believe. Because there was a single compiled place, but it's basically an offshoot of CGL after which is a, the cosplay board on 4chan after CGL banned drama they made their own forum where it was where, straight drama yeah where they were basically keeping track of everything that was happening so apparently uh, because Momokun was employed at a booth i forget which one it was creators guild creators guild they they hired her for the weekend so, uh, no, they just ha- so what creators do guild is doing and what a lot of booths at conventions now are doing is to bring in customers. They're having cosplay appearances or guest appearances at their booth like, oh, so we're going to have so and so here for an hour. That is influencer marketing. Yes. yes. So basically they had a Momo Kun meet and greet on whatever day for however long. There are a couple Twitters that exist that basically we're just calling out Momokun on everything that she did, which I don't know if dedicated I dedicated haters. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, those are actually called anti fans. Okay. So anti fan Momokun accounts. And basically one of them commented and said, you're working with somebody and promoting somebody who does sexual harassment and creators guild, or De- I think it's an offshoot of creators guild called Dere Dere club. So whatever, I, whatever. 
uh, said, well, we don't support sexual harassment. And if this is a problem, we want to hear from the people who the actual victims of the assault. And so multiple girls came out, but the first three who I know personally um, were a girl named Bunny Ayumi, a girl named K-Bear, and somebody who was very, very close to me, Tasha Lee Cosplay, like one of my very close friends, all came out about things Momo-kun had done to them. And shit hit the fan. Yeah, and it's <laughs> with them, it was to pretty varying degrees of severity. Like with Bunny Ayumi, I, uh, she slapped her ass mm-hmm. in public. Um, with K-Bear and with Tasha, she exposed them in public? Uh, K-Bear was in a bathroom. Ta- oh, okay. Tasha, so one thing, I will 100% say that ha- what happened to Tasha 100% happened, though you should believe what the victims are saying, was at ALA the year before this last one. Yeah, so it was 2017. Yeah, uh Tasha was wearing her Jury Han cosplay and Momo-kun lifted up her top in front of a crowd of people on a video without asking her or telling her anything. And this is a cosplay, like, when she lifted her shirt, there's no bra under that. But she, was, she was wearing, like, pasties or, like... Yes, a, but Momo-kun didn't know that. Yeah, like, because it's under boobs, so you can't wear a full bra. So, and... Tasha actually came to me at that convention. We were cosplaying together, and I think I, I think I love to go do our bad trivia for bad prizes panel. Actually, when this I don't happened, I think we were doing a panel. That, whatever. I don't know if you, you were, were there. Gone. Yeah. yeah, I think. Well, I was. I know I was doing a panel because I remember in my Chun Li costume, some dude came up at the panel and was like, "Can I get a picture of your tits?" Uh, (laughs) Oh, anime fans Um, You're the best But basically Tasha and I had separated ways for a little bit And we're gonna converge back together And she came up to me later that night And told me what happened And then asked me not to tell anybody Because she was Upset Upset So Yeah I've known about that for a year And that was basically when I stopped liking Momo-kun Was when I heard about that Yeah, pretty much in that moment (laughs) And There were numerous accounts of her doing mildly fucked up things but there was never really like a smoking gun like this is it we got her she's done kind of thing but because this was all compiled and on top of those three accounts because those are like other rather popular cosplayers every one of them have like tasha's uh, normal account is disabled right now because they think she's 13 she's not she cha- so there's yeah there's a thing now on twitter if you change your birthday it says oh you're 13 years old and they lock your account <laughs> it's fucking dumb so she doesn't seem she has a lot of followers and bunny ayumi's swimsuit succubus's girlfriend bunny has a bunch of followers swimsuit succubus has a fucking shit ton of followers k-bear yeah. has a ton of followers this isn't like the hundreds of thousands for a couple of them like it's yeah. not just small time people like they're very popular so on t- yeah also them speaking out other girls also yes. started to come out and say this also happened to me yeah and then there were some of these anti fans who had some compilations of other things and some of these were old stories that were posted in 2016 2017 and they would link back to these to these accounts and be like hey this person said this in july of last year this isn't just some new bandwagon shit that everyone's coming out no we've been saying this and it all came forward and it all came out and almost almost everyone who's interacted with her has some shit to say 
Including me. I even have my own personal. Oh, go on. I'm uh, here for the tea. Talk it talk. Okay. Yes, hon tea. So I didn't like her after the whole Tasha thing. Wasn't a fan. Uh, after the, there was a thing that happened also where she got liposuction. And lied and, about it. And lied about which I am 100%. If a woman wants to change her body in any way, that's their business and their business only. I just don't lie about it. Because you're creating a false sense of beauty to girls everywhere. It's just a really negative thing to do. You can say it or not say it, but don't lie and say it didn't happen. But really, really egged my goat. I like it. You know what? We're sticking with it. What really really eggs my goat? What really egged my goat was... I thought that was like some Portland like farm girl slang or some shit. (laughs) It is now. I mean, we didn't have any goats at our farm, but I could throw... You did have eggs. I did have eggs and I could go next door, so... There you go. Um, Because of the people I was friends with, I did hear about her liposuction and then the like within the week of her getting it, she went and said, hi, everybody. Fit tea helped me get such a flat tummy. Because I shit my guts out. Which fit tea is a laxative tea, if you don't know. It basic <laughs> it basically makes you shit your guts out. <laughs> There's tons of articles about how unhealthy it is. And as a big girl, I sneer quotes here. I, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay, let's be real. Right here, I'm 200 pounds. I'm plus size. So <laughs> definitely in the cosplay community and things like that, that's what I'm considered. And as somebody who still is and has struggled with their weight, if I was 21, I probably would have looked up to her or something like that. And I probably would have been like, oh my God, Momo-kun looks so cute. I actually think she's cute. Like 100%. Like, I think she takes some terrible photos, but I'm not going to say she's you know not attractive. I find her to be attractive. Yeah. You know what? Whoever's doing your Photoshop, Momo-kun, A plus job. <laughs> Love it. Uh, also, call me. Uh, 413-SAVAGE-1. There you go. <laughs> I think she's really cute. No, as a bigger, if I was younger and had seen her, I... I think her body looks good You would have considered her a role model. Yeah, a role model, and I probably would have felt for that. And so it really upsets me thinking, if I would have believed it, I can say at least as many girls on my hands and toes probably believed that, like at least 20s of girls. And they're shitting, they're spending too much money on laxative tea, shitting their guts out and and getting sick. Not losing weight, maybe putting themselves in the hospital, maybe developing eating disorders. That really bothered me and that was when i started being i very quietly was anti-momo-kun but it was that coupled with tasha i didn't want to talk about it because i didn't want to get bullied by her fans and people who liked her and in the cosplay community it is a lot smaller than it seems and everybody knows each other so if you have beef with somebody it's a big deal it's, it's a big deal and and I'll tie this in later because it'll come up. But mm. I just didn't say anything about her. I verbally ignored her. She was in a chat I was in. And I think I said something once and she was extremely rude to me. And I just decided I wasn't going to talk in that chat anymore. So I stayed quiet for like three months and just silently observed. <laughs> uh, but then some- something eventually came up and I found out she was legitimately going around to people and telling them not to be my friend. Ah! What? She was saying, from what I heard from other people, she was saying Piggy Nucka's a horrible person. Piggy Nucka's a toxic cosplayer. Don't be your friend. Don't talk to her. And I've heard this from multiple people. This isn't just... And 
actually a couple of the people immediately came to me and said, she said this to me. And then, so that was right around ALA this year. So I posted a private Facebook status that just said, hey guys, I know some of you are friends with Momo-kun. I am not fond of her and we have some beef. So if you have a party that she's going to, just don't invite me to it. I don't want to throw more fuel on the fire. I think that I said the trash fire. <laughs> but uh well that that was it that was what sold you out <laughs> somebody capped that status my, my facebook is locked because i don't like shit so somebody capped my status sent it to her and then she went to all the girls that told me she told me not to be your friend and she said you tell her right now that i never talked shit about her Okay, look, dog. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the price just went up for the house husband. Uh, I I want I want that stack of money ten feet higher. We just made that stack of money ten feet higher. So i I was pretty I was pretty pissed that well, I didn't say anything negative about her. I like so I was pretty pissed at somebody on my friends list like spread that around when I was literally trying to avoid drama and I made more drama. In the process, so fucking she wild. even sent me a message and said, "Like I have no idea who you are, and I've never shit talked to you." And God, I got screencast for that ass. But. So I was like, "Okay, I don't. I really don't like her now. Fuck you. I will talk about this on my private Twitter and leave it at that." But then, even this weekend when I was at Anime Expo, because all of this stuff was happening, I had people coming up to me and saying. Hey, I was talking with so and so and saying I was meeting up with you, and they said, Oh, Momo kun told me not to talk to her because she's a horrible person. So she lost me friendships, she lost me connections with people. Like And you're not someone who's trying to make cosplay a career. I'm not. I'm just doing this as a hobby, and I just I I should be allowed to just not like her. you you should be allowed to just not like people. I did nothing. I did nothing. Uh, well, by <laughs> by virtue of having you on the show and you saying all this stuff, I think uh, she's not going to put in an application. Probably now. not. No. This is probably going to end up on Lolcow. This. this <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'll, hey, I'll get us some listens. Do it. <laughs> luckily, uh, there will be a very helpful timestamp for the YouTube video for you people listening solely for this. Hey. So you're welcome. Yeah, uh, so that that's think basic- about getting on the Patreon. Okay? <laughs> Subscribe. You can listen to my old bitching about her from yeah, December. It was it December <laughs> or something like that? It was that. some time ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's my my problem with I I it really bothered me. I know Chet knows that I I try really hard to be positive in the community. I try really hard. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not trying to talk up my own ass about that, even though it might seem that way. But it, <laughs> it really, it really bothered me that like people were like, "Oh, she's toxic." When I try to like hold panels about how to be like inclusive in the community, and so it, it really bothered me. So I ended up actually like recently posting a status on my private Facebook again and just said, "Hey." I know one of you fuckers snitched. I, d- I, dele- I, I deleted you. basically everyone who was mutual friends with her after that because uh-huh. I was I was really pissed off that that happened because they basically started drama for no reason. Yeah, yeah. And but I recently posted a status that just said, "Hey, if you hear anything about me and it it doesn't sound true, could you speak up for me?" I'm not saying I'm like some fucking angel of the co- I've I've done shitty things. I've said shitty things before, but I don't. 
if somebody doesn't like me, I want them to not like me for something that's true. (laughs) (laughs) For young women who are trying to use these as like networking opportunities, I think that word of mouth is going to be much more important. Because like when I go to these things, I don't give a shit who you are. If, (laughs) if like, if you're an engineer or if you're a student living out of his truck, like you're all the same to me. We're all nerds here. We're all here to have a good time. But you know, if the rich man rubs me the wrong way, but the poor man rubs me the right way, you know, you get what I'm yeah, saying. One's giving you yeah, a hand you get what I'm saying. Yeah, back of that truck. To, yeah, what up? One's trying to lick you on the butthole. Mm. So, like, then I'm just. It, it doesn't matter any anything else. It's like, okay, you're a good person. You're a bad person. Whatever. But I'm also not out here trying to get drama or like word of mouth on these things. I think there's only one person who I've received a bunch of like word of mouth opinions about and that's the dude that they wrote articles about like oh he might be planning a shooting that's literally the one person where they're like oh you might want to stay away from this dude yeah and everyone else was purely on their own merit that i'm like eh go fuck yourself well this yeah this happens a lot in the cosplay community because let's let's be fucking real it when you boil it down it is a popularity contest based on how you look it is a a beauty contest where large egos collide yeah, you know, it's crazy because I come from a world where I have a bunch of normie friends. Yeah. And they don't understand, like, going to anime conventions and all this shit. And, like, I haven't had to deal with this level of shit <laughs> yeah. since, like, middle school. It's actually bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. It's insane. Especially, it's like, for people like myself, like, I honestly enjoy just make. If I could just make costumes for people, I would do that. But it's... I have a real job and I want this to be a hobby. So I don't want to turn my hobby into my job. So it's just easier for me to make costumes for myself. And, but for all of us who are like, we just enjoy making things. It's like, Oh, you have to be skinny and tall and pretty and blonde. And yeah, a lot of, a lot of things have been coming up lately. I'm very glad it's being talked about racism, ableism. Doug. The thing is though, we like, obviously we should like, we should expect that. To, we shouldn't have to expect it, but like it is realistic for us to expect those things from whatever. But we all are nerds at the same time. So, and when we're in nerd communities, we kind of expect to be a little more like accepting because like we all get made fun of, well, at least in the past, which now it's different because nerd shit is popular. Yeah, but yeah. in the past, we were all made fun of for what we liked. And obviously, racism is always going to be a thing, but this even extends to like homophobia, transphobia within the community, ableism within the community, which is really shitty. Like what? I don't think we're ever going to get rid of this on an internet scale, but what I'd really like to, I'd love to see that lessened like a hundred. I'd love to see it gone. But one thing that people are trying to really do is get this out of a, a in person because this happens a lot. Like photographers will straight out tell people like, I'm sorry, I can't shoot black people. Cause I don't know how to light you or like, okay, which I, I'm going to say that's a thing because you do have to light black people differently. You have to, that means you're a shitty photographer. Yes, exactly. That just means yeah. maybe you should shoot more black people. So you, lo- I'm, I'm talking about photography, chill out, Mr. Police officer. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe you shoot more photos of black people. 
so you can get better at shooting photos at black people. Like, it's not that difficult of a task you at hand here. No. And you know what? Here's a fucking tip coming from a black guy. Uh, get some blue screens or what blue gels yeah. for your fucking lights. Yeah. Oh, what? That fixes almost entirely the issue. The entire issue. Crazy. Holy shit. Crazy. But oh, my also, God. Dark skin picks up gels better. Yeah. And, like, I, I enjoy good photography of dark skin just because you can do more with it yeah it's just saying beautiful just uh, saying yeah so you, maybe maybe go maybe google it maybe look yeah, on youtube yeah. there, there are plenty of places where you can find information it's not hard but there's been instances of people walking up to cosplayers of all different kinds saying like oh but you're black oh but you're fat oh but you're you're in a wheelchair to people in real life when this should be a fun hobby we're just enjoying things we like it shouldn't be taken to that level it's i've been asked to get out of photos because i'm too fat to be this character like to my fucking face jesus like and it is shit (laughs) it's always been a problem but never to this extent so people are because i think because it's become so monetized and there's it's like a sort of gold rush for fame people only want Photos of the best, the most picturesque people, the, the, the most skinniest, whitest, or Asian. Yeah, or Asian. yeah. That's <laughs> that's why you see on a lot of those sites that do the countdowns of the best cosplayers. Yeah, it's always like the professional looking ones or the best looking ones. Right, and it's, that's what a lot of cosplayers are calling out now. Yeah, and which which is good. We should have discussions about this, and because people aren't going to change if they don't. But, you know what? It's it's for me. It's such a nuanced the discussion at least on like the hey here's our cosplay showcase kind of stuff because people aren't really interested in seeing mediocre costumes or like you know they'll you'll occasionally get you know oh this guy has the most badass wolverine costume or terry bogart but it's a black dude and it's like okay well skin color is not accurate but the rest of the costume is really good and he has the physique for it or whatever but he's black so what it do should, we do? It should not be that though. No, it should I just know, be but this is a cosplay that's very good. I agree. But then you get some people that argue that that is less impressive than the mediocre person who looks like whatever character. <laughs> Boner Robin. Yeah, like Boner Robin. Shout out to Troy. Um, but then there's like, uh, there was a, a picture, I forget the girl's name, but there was a picture on Twitter. This girl looked almost exactly like the actress who played Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. And she just did a makeup test. And I'm, and I mean oh, the uh, most basic makeup test. I wonder if she's single. <laughs> <laughs> Not for long if she is, because the girl was super cute. And hey, y'all seen, y'all have seen Thor Ragnarok. The girl's super cute. But she just had like little white paint on her eyes, had her hair done up the same way, and just took a photo. And she got more popularity out of that one photo than cosplayers who've been at it for Years. I'm, I'm gonna put on my incel hat real quick, my incel gamer hat. Time to slap it off your head. <laughs> <laughs> We've been complaining about this in our community for years. It started with booth babes. Now, now you see what we mean. All these casual cosplayers coming into the fiend and stealing <laughs> all the fame from the people who work hard. I can't believe it took so many years for everybody to see it, but here it is, right in front of your eyes. In a, you know, 
in a very roundabout way, you have a bit of a point. <laughs> but to kind of steer back around, because we should talk about what's going on in the community now, and I could go on and on and on about inclusiveness in the cosplay. <laughs> I could. I had an hour-long panel in Alaska. Oh, yeah, I was a guest in Alaska, like, a few weeks ago. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I did a panel on attitude and cosplay, and that was embarrassing, because I had to talk about racism as a white person, but I'll talk about that another time. Uh but She's yeah. doing her part. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being white and talking about racism as long as you're say, not saying some shit like, uh, well, here's what black people should do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pull up your pants and you won't be shot, blackie. I will jump on. Th- Fold the brim of your neck. <laughs> Bend the brim, goddammit. <laughs> I'm going to jump on this for one second because Chet thought it was the funniest shit ever. So basically in my panel, I talked about a lot of what I just talked about, like ableism, hom- like transphobia, homophobia, fat shit all that kind of stuff. And I was surprised to find that Alaska is actually a very diverse community, which you wouldn't expect. Like people of all different races were there. and I was expecting only white people. So I was too. Yeah. Well, oh, did you go to Alaska? No, no. but oh. I was shocked. To I was shocked this. when I told him. Uh, so basically what I'd say is I was like, okay, raise your, it was a very small convention, like maybe 300 people, maybe 25 people came to my panel and I'd ask, anybody experience elitism? Anybody experience fat shaming? Raise your hand, raise your hand. And I was really excited because it wasn't just a white group of people in the audience. Even there was a black family in the audience. I'm like, oh, good. This is going to be so cool because we can like talk about racism. And I said, who here has experienced racism in cosplay? Nobody raises their hand. Oh. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said... Well, even if it isn't a problem here, it's a problem in the lower 48, so we should talk about it. And so I tried really hard to talk about it, but my white people nerves were getting to me, and I turned bright red and was like stumbling over my words because I was so fucking embarrassed <laughs> to be talking in front. And it was there was like one girl who was there was adorable cosplayer, but her dad was sitting right next to her, and I'm like, oh my god, he's judging me so hard right now. <laughs> well, oh, oh god. So well, uh, next time you do something like that, uh, just remember that. People in general like to have what they know reinforced by other people and especially by people in a position of authority. So being on that stage in itself is a symbol of authority on something. So regardless of whether or not uh, they have experienced it, if they believe it to some extent, then you talking about it on stage helps to reinforce that idea in their mind. So jumping back onto Momokun, we've talked about the sexual assaults. We've talked about some of her body positivity falsehood but you still didn't like her aside from all that there were still other issues continue okay those were the big issues but you know when you don't like somebody everything is a problem (laughs) yeah you get real petty you get get really petty it's like that movie 500 days of summer yeah where he's like oh i love the way she eats her food yeah and when they break up he's like i hate the way that bitch smacks (laughs) so that i know for me even though i kept it silent within myself or within private conversations with people i held close this also extended to basically anybody that had been wronged by her and the receipts of what she has done they're all pretty not good 
It's looking like a CVS receipt. Yeah. You know, where you got like six miles of coupons. It's like that. It's like that. And I agree with some of it and I don't agree with some of it. But to give a quick rundown of the stuff that she's done. Um, so she, I know that there's been talk that she used to fat shame people when she was skinnier, which is a bit controversial because now she's a bigger cosplayer talking about body positivity. She, there was the Fit T scandal. There was, she cosplayed a lowly character from Dragon Maid. Who, and she said, I'm not going to sexualize this character in my Patreon shoots. And then she and then sexualized she them in the Patreon shoot, which I don't agree with, but I wasn't really mad about it personally. God, there's so much. She yelled ching chong, ching chong oh, into a megaphone yeah. at a convention that was caught on camera while she was cosplaying May from Overwatch. Jesus yeah. Christ. She, God, she's bullied people off the internet that's coming out now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she, the, she she is a huge bully by yeah. all accounts. Because, like, like, what she was saying with other people, like, oh, you shouldn't be friends with her. Oh, you shouldn't talk to them. They're a terrible person. And she, it may seem dumb and really, like, petty and kind of just high school bullshit. But in the cosplay community, she is kind of a powerhouse. Or was. And because she had this level of fame that a lot of girls were aspiring toward, she became a sort of role model. So she said like, Oh, you don't talk to that person. They had to listen to her. Otherwise they lose a very strong connection. Yeah. So I know that a a friend of mine is in the process of coming out right now about how she basically quit cosplay and deleted all her social media because of Momokun bullying her there's a couple other instances of people I don't know with that happening. I know one of the reasons that everybody did come out about the sexual assault all at the same time was so they could kind of form an army of sorts yeah. or a backbone of sorts to their accusations. So they they had some, like, if one only one person said it and they get attacked by a bunch of person, it can kind of drive you into a corner. Kind of like the corner Momo-kun's in right now. Uh, also, another two big things. She emailed a f- uh, independent French design company for a design of the Red Riding Hood costume, and she emailed the wrong email, didn't give them measurements, and since they didn't reply to her, she went to her friend and said, make this costume for me, and didn't credit the French designer. And it was pretty much exactly the same, like, oh, there's a couple more buckles Oh, there's one little skirt. And the designer actually came out and said, yo, this is my design. And they got in a huge fight saying that Little Red Riding Hood is public domain. It, It looked exactly like the design. And people were like, I guess the person she commissioned it from Googled it and said, look, it's a Lolita Red Riding Hood design. And none of the designs looked the same. Uh, and then also another big thing that happened was she cosplayed a girl from a hentai, a cow girl, a moo moo girl, um, like a, a, a like a cat girl, but it's cow instead. 
Which oh, is like it, Uma Masume, it, where the girls yeah. are half horse, half yeah. human. Yeah, exactly. It was just a like woman with the cow tail and cow ears or whatever. I'm sorry. Just as a side note, I told two of my normie friends about Uma Masume. Uma Musume. Uma Musume over the weekend. And they looked at me like I was fucking... <laughs> Like I had a stroke. <laughs> I finished it. It was a beautiful show about friendship. I'm excited for the game when it comes it out. It was the worst. No girls got turned into glue. It was the. They should've. She should have. She was out for nine goddamn months after spraining her ankle or some shit. She gave birth to a new ankle. <laughs> <laughs> that is plenty of time for glue. Uh, but she cosplayed this one character from an anime called Milk Party, a hentai <sighs> called Milk Party. Mm, sounds wholesome. She, she at one point said, this is the character from the anime, and then said, nope, this is my OC, Moomoo. It's my original character, Moomoo. Oh, and so it, she got up and looked in the mirror one day? <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. No, no, let's, okay, so one thing I will say about this whole thing is, if you don't like Moomoo-kun, that's fine, but don't. Make fun of her weight and things like that. Yeah. I feel like I'm completely justified in doing so, being that I'm fat as fuck as well. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not like I'm coming from... I'm punching I'm punching up. She's thinner than me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and she makes more money than me. Yeah. I'm punching up here. All I'm going to say is that she has so many other things that she's done wrong that, in all honesty... I, about her size like no she's bigger than you well, okay well, yeah i mean no. depends on who's photoshopping her right yeah, yeah. want to say this okay you should yeah. never make fun of a person's weight and then also making fun of her weight in the situation only like it gives it, her some ammo to say like oh i've been bullied not only that but it basically makes other people who are looking at the situation go they they will overlook, which is what has been happening. People are overlooking the things she actually did wrong and going, oh, they're just bullying her because they're jealous. Okay, so this is what I'll do uh, here. My my views are my own, one. Two, uh, they are representative of nobody but me. Three, look, if you're listening to this and you can't tell my voice apart from Nikki's, <laughs> then maybe you should, I don't know. I, I am going to say, I ran into her at... Fanime? Anime X? I ran into her at some con. And I didn't recognize her because I I didn't see her face. I didn't think it was her because I'm like, no, Momo's not that big. Oh, she that big. Oh, she that big. I'm not going to say whether or not that's making fun of her. I'm just stating facts. That was the actual thought process here of I did not think that was her because she photoshops her shit so extensively. Yeah, you know, I can tell by the pixels. She is bigger than Nikki. And yeah, th- them pixels are a little suspect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember Pixie Terry? <laughs> She's doing better now. She's lost so much weight. Oh, I can't lose weight in that chin, though. Oh my God, Chet. The crimson chin. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We on our old CGL oh, shit. God oh damn. God. Shout, shout out to Pixie Terry. Uh, apparently, according to Nikki, a few seconds ago, she's doing better now. She's doing better. Hey, I feel similarly about Pixie Terror as I do to Momokun. It wasn't just that she was big. It wasn't just that she, she okay, photoshopped so herself. Pixie Terry legitimately had mental issues. Well, she was a horrible person on the internet and was a raging liar. And that was oh, why I disliked her. That's another thing I did forget. Which I'll get on to again. There is, there is. Look at that segue. That good. Championship. We, we gotta stop right talking there. about the segues. It really yeah. just ruins them. Anyway, yeah. continue. <laughs> so 
yes, Momokun cosplayed in a cowgirl and decided to say it was her own character. And when people said, didn't you say this was this character from Milk Party? She's like, no, I have two armbands instead of one armband. And my character has bigger oh, horns. That's like that's like Vanilla Ice stealing uh, Queen <laughs> under pressure. Under pressure. Yeah. It's, it goes, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> There's a hi hat in there. See, that's Queen. That's Queen. That's Ice Ice yeah. Baby. Come on, guys. There's a huge difference here. <laughs> but that was another thing that happened that angered a lot of people. But something we did forget to mention about the uh, sexual assault. First, she said that the victims were looking for attention. On her Instagram stories. So basically, all of this was happening the day before Anime Expo. So once all those allegations came out, one, the booth canceled her appearance. Well, fair enough. She lost some starting um, collaborations with some other companies that spoke out about it. Mm-hmm. She, When it all happened, she posted a screen cap of a conversation with some friends and she, she also posted like some text that she wrote just on a black background that said like, this was planned. This is a vendetta. I mean, look, uh, two things here. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of opportunistic, but in a, in a way, I mean... It made it more effective anyway. Exactly. So. <laughs> she's going to remember it and be like, I don't think she's going to be that hard, uh, harshly affected by it. Because despite the the people that she may or may not lose on, on Patreon, there are going to be more people who are willing to come and provide her aid with their money because she lost opportunities. It's not, it's not even a situation where, like, it, it, it's like... It's monetizing victimization, right? That's I don't know if she can, though. It like, says, everybody can in every instance. I don't know if she's smart enough to do that's, that. That's more what I'm getting at. Nikki, how dare you talk about her <laughs> intelligence when there's way more things that you can talk about? <laughs> well, what I'm saying is she, like... If she, was, if she knew how to business, she would have not done bad things over and over and over yeah, again. She, she has proven consistently that she doesn't really know how to how to handle herself and she's only gotten this far because there wasn't any reason not to go along with her. She was just popular. She was easy. Well, the thing is, I mean, up until the last few years, people could be really shitty and still be successful. Yeah. So, it's not a situation where I, I it's it's there's there are different rules for women. He's, she's not Bill O'Reilly uh, yeah. paying out thirty million dollars for sexually harassing somebody. Yeah, what she what she is is a woman on the internet, and there are hordes of dudes who will still come to her aid. It doesn't it doesn't matter how shitty of a person she is and has proven to be. There are people who will still support her. I guarantee she's going to still have a legion of loyal followers. And there's going to be people who either didn't hear about any of this or they found out about her after the fact. Or, you know, there's still going to be she's still going to have a fan base. She's, and uh, yeah, we're totally different people. But the followers and the interactions I want to have are with other cosplayers. Like those are the people I'm going to follow back. Those are the people I'm going to talk with. And maybe that's what she wants to, because she does make her costumes sometimes, and sometimes she decides to commission them and not provide credit to who made them and make it seem like she made it herself, but... Yeah, nothing wrong with commissioning things, but you 
got a credit 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 so one thing that i will say is that once you at least this is what i've noticed granted i'm not like embedded in the scene or anything so and also i want to note uh just as another side note uh this is not my community to police uh i'm not heavily invested in this i've never cosplayed shit in my life i thought about it maybe two or three times that's why we got to get your patreon going what's the goal uh six million for, for I want. What about you guys doing Pop Team Epic cosplay? Oh yeah, uh, I mean that's going to be dead by the time we reach that goal. I think it's like three fifty or something. Come like on, that. guys, let's get them three fifty. Oh, thank you, Nikki. Yeah, all you, all you guys it. from Walcow who might be listening to this, throw a couple bucks their way. Yeah, you want to see you want to see a black man and a half black man put on the Pop Team Epic cosplay because I'll wear a purple wig. Yeah, it's blue. Like blue. Yeah, and I'll have. Orange pigtails. And I'll make it be, for them. Yeah, it'll be lovely. Right, that's fine. It'll be a high quality costume. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind having the gams out. Yeah, <laughs> I like letting them breathe, dog. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, to go back to the first point I was making before I was so rudely interrupted myself. Always. Uh, <laughs> uh, once you reach a certain level of popularity, you don't interact with the normal cosplay community. You don't like Jessica Nigiri is never at the convention parties dog like i don't she's not in the streets banging she's not out here throwing up the gang signs with a click on the block what she's doing is sitting in her fucking hotel room with her like few close friends or whatever like whoever she may uh, like from the not cosplay scene but she's not out here with the normies no i mean i was in an elevator with her at anime expo sometimes she does grace us with her presence (laughs) i politely asked her boyfriend to hit a number on the elevator and he did he i was so i was touched that he listened to my words a couple of times and i mean she's fine but like everywhere she goes it effectively becomes like a jessica negri meet and greet i'm just playing i mean (laughs) it it makes sense uh jessica if you're listening uh since Momokun is out of the running for uh, my house husband services, you're up next. Call me up. 800-223-9797. If you do that, could you unblock me on Twitter, please? <laughs> she blocked me because I said that she shouldn't have a lynch mob against a person with like thousands less followers. <laughs> I mean, that's something that bothers me about uh, the web for a lot of reasons. To briefly sidetrack, do you remember the Asian woman who was wearing uh, the, or not the Asian woman, the white woman that was wearing the Asian dress to oh, a prom? Oh, to a prom. Oh, yeah. yeah and the, the Asian dude uh, took her picture and was like, my culture is not your costume. Yeah. And then Ethan from H3H3, that dude is fucking retarded Uh, Uh, man the more i hear about ethan the more i'm like man chill dude just stop talking (laughs) yeah yeah he's he's bound to come out and say something super racist at some point uh he screen caps that or not screen caps that he quote tweets that dude and he says this person posted this on the internet to create an internet hate mob against this person which but, oh, exactly oh my god he's too stupid to realize he's yeah. actually doing the same thing and he has a much bigger following than that dude whoever. had like fucking 500 followers maybe okay, yeah the ethan has millions yeah literal millions and people i'm sure and that was basically the problem i had with this situation it was right. exactly the yeah. same situation same, same shit. like it someone... wasn't even a public it was somebody sent jessica nigiri some screen caps of another cosplayer shit talking her so instead of Je- jessica nigiri going to the cosplayer to ask her about it she posted it on her twitter for her two million followers and said tagged her and said hey what's this about 
God damn. And the other cosplayer maybe had like 4,000, maybe it was under 10,000 followers for sure. God damn. Jeez. Even though the other cosplayer was, you shouldn't shit talk people. Yeah. Like, and, and, but I mean, that was about. Two wrongs don't make a right. That was about Jessica Negri also doing a, what was a geisha shoot? Something like involving oh, that. Oh, she brought up that. Yeah. Because the girl who got called out uh, was Asian. And then she said, well, here you are using my culture as a costume saying you're made some hey, racist comments. Right, yeah. yeah hey, whatever. Vice did a story about the first white geisha <laughs> in Japan. If you're listening, hit me up. Eight, six, seven, five, three, Oh nine. Um, but to segue back into Momo-kun, so she did t- say the victims were just using this for attention, but then she posted a long Instagram story where she essentially used a, used her ADHD as a crutch. Yeah, she said, she, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm- she said, I just can't control myself sometimes. Sometimes my ADHD just acts up. <laughs> I'm a really touchy person. <laughs> I get really handsy. I get, I'm out of control sometimes. When it gets cold outside, I I just want to grab a pair of titties. I mean, same, but... <laughs> I can feel it in my knees. <laughs> oh, oh the, the, the titties is acted up. I gotta grab some. <laughs> this is titty grabbing weather coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> And that's when she moved to Minnesota and was just Gra- grabbing titties left and right. She got fired from several strip club jobs, <laughs> working as a bouncer. We're <laughs> uh, supposed to be working the door. Stop groping the dancers. No touching. No touching. So that's kind of where everything's at now. She... Went through the convention. I don't think she went there very much. And we ran, I ran into her three times, like the oh, day yeah. that she got her badge canceled. Oh yeah, the, they pulled her badge at the convention because she wasn't like a, a part of the booth anymore. She needed to return it. Um, yeah, it was very awkward. I, I just remember we ran and her into her twice, which was very awkward because I knew she didn't like me. Yeah, I, I, I know she knows who I am because like. We have some mutual friends still, uh, Momokun and us. And so I would co say hi to the mutual friends, not realizing that Momokun's like around the corner. And then Momokun walks up, won't say a damn thing. I'll just like look at her, kind of give a little wave, and she'll just not not even look my way. I'm like, okay, you know what? That's all I need. She usually just turns her back. Like, I remember before when I was trying to still be cordial with her, before it came out that she was telling people not to be my friend. Even if I don't like somebody, I'll go hi. And I'd say hi to her, and she'd literally turn her back to me and not say a word to me, which I think is super rude. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I just ignore her presence now. I just pretend she doesn't exist if she's in a room or yeah. in a room that I'm in. But, uh, yeah, right now she said that she's going to make an apology video she released a trailer for the apology. She, yeah, she did. <laughs> Hold on, was it actually a trailer? <laughs> she, it was a story on 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 Instagram, and she said, "I'm writing my script for my apology video." You know what? You would think that if it were a sincere apology, you wouldn't need a script. Oh, okay. shout out to PewDiePie who did the same shit. Okay, shout to be to somebody else apology. as somebody else who. Like, even now, I kind of, talking about all of this, I wish I had a script, in, like or at least, like, an outline in front of me so I'd know what points to talk on without, 
going off like we have been. We're good uh, at that's, that. Yeah, that's, that's what so we do. I can understand where she's coming from see, there. even still, doesn't like her, still giving her the benefit of the doubt. It's crazy. The you see fuck? how kind this person is? Yeah. <laughs> and Momo-kun told you that you shouldn't like her. Tiff, tiff. If anything, you shouldn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> but, and yet you're still out here taking husband applications. Yeah, I understand. Look, I'm a magnanimous dude. Yeah, I, I, I provide a great service as a house husband. I like to lay on sofas. <laughs> I like to drink beers. You got an excellent husband body. Yeah, I've been nursing it for ten years. This is this man's a pro. I'm a, a consummate pro. professional. Yeah, come on, top notch over here. Top fucking notch. You like to grill meats. I mean, come so, on. Yeah. In, instead of waiting for Momo Kun's apology video, which is now three days late, you could instead call up Denzel at. Uh, eight six seven five three zero nine. Uh, give him a shout out. Get you a house husband. Look, if somebody named Tommy call, uh, answers the phone, uh, don't worry. Just ask for Denzel. Yes, yes. Tommy too. Tommy. So <laughs> yeah. that's basically where we're at now. Um, we're waiting for an apology video, and two other cosplayers that used to be your friend have come out and say to say that she's done a lot of shitty things, and it's to the point now where I cannot support her anymore. Oh fuck. So I I have one more phone number to use. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, that's what's uh, that's what's happening right now in the cosplay community. It's been kind of weird because I've been I've been here for a while. I've been in the cosplay community for thirteen years. That's a, a long, long time, a long ass time, and I've never seen the community so connected to hating one person. <laughs> I mean, people have had issue with her for a while. Like I would say, throughout most of 2018, I would most of the people I know who know of her were against her. Like I I didn't know anybody who was a fan of her except for like two people who were barely. They don't pay attention to this stuff, right? So people were already ready for that smoking gun to come out, and once that evidence started flying. We out here. <laughs> yeah, so... Just looking for the opportunity to strike. So, yeah, it was opportunistic, but... Sorry, fam. So... You know what? So, I decided to go to her her Instagram to see if she'd uploaded the... Uh, the, the apology. <laughs> yeah, the, the apology. She hasn't. I guess... So, that's what's going on. I guess I talked more than I thought I would, but she kind of pisses me off. That's fine. But, and we're really, really good at getting people off track. Yes. Yeah. So, but I will say I, what I will finish off my little piggy knucka cosplay mama, uh, finish summary of everything. She's done shitty things. I would suggest people don't support her. Please do not attack the people that choose to still spend their time around her. Because that, that's their choice and not their problem. And I do I really hope that because of all this, I do hope that she learns from her mistakes and does come around. And the only way you can do that is with a group of people there. That are supportive. That are supportive. You can be supportive of somebody while not condoning their actions. So I'll be, I'll be real. I do hope she burns out of the community, but... <laughs> I hope that she lives a good life. There you but I'd go. be really nice if I don't see her ever again. <laughs> you know who had people supporting them even though they didn't condone their behavior? 
Hitler. Oh my God. <laughs> That's right, uh, Nikki. This is the Nuremberg trial now. Yeah. And you're on the stand. <laughs> what were my you doing, pe- huh? My Just pe- only your doing job. your job, huh? Huh? Hmm. <laughs> Don't use this against me. <laughs> My grandma's family burned alive in a in a church from Nazis. <laughs> like legit. <laughs> goddamn, didn't know oh, that one. Just got hot in here yeah. for anyone else. Damn. Oh, goddamn, it's been hot. Uh, <laughs> goddamn, one. But yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, let's see. Unpopular known facts is that Ukrainians were also taken in by the Nazis. They're really racist against Jewish people, but because of that, because yeah, they basically Nazis came into Ukraine and they're like, "Hey guys," and they're like, "Please get rid of all of our Jews," and they're like, "We're getting rid of you too." <laughs> so, and that's I, why you shouldn't be bedfellows with Nazis in any capacity. Nope. <laughs> if they come to your town, punch your local Nazi square in the fucking nose, yes, please. But yeah, I got to hear uh, recently a great story about how my grandma got to watch her entire family burned in a church. And this is why (laughs) you should punch your local Nazi square in the fucking nose. Actually, if you really want to get down, uh, aim for right under the nose. On the philtrum, your top lip. That's one of the most sensitive parts of the it's body. It's also, it got a really nice little, little, like, Hitler. If they got the Hitler mustache, it's like, Yeah, oh. actually, yeah. Aim, aim your middle knuckle for the Hitler stash. That's yeah. the perfect place to punch. Works Look out. it up. That's fight science. Uh, so maybe don't use a fist. to Use a palm strike. Palm strikes are great. Elbows are great. Uh, if you punch someone with a closed fist, you have a higher chance of uh, breaking your hand. But uh, palm strike, uh, you, you, your technique has to be a little better. People are more familiar with punch with. People are more familiar with punches, which is why that's why what I recommend. But if you really want to get down, an elbow is probably your best bet because you ain't breaking shit except for their face. So to end this on a nice note, I'm going to go down, but then up again. So my grandma was taken in by the Nazis. So my my father was actually born in a concentration camp, like legitimately. But when they got out, he moved to Britain and the family was really poor, but he got to ride a goat to school. Because his family was so poor, that's all they could afford. And, and he then ate, he got his goat eggs, he, and that's where goat. it came from. Okay, that, it all, <laughs> I understand now. And that's what really eggs your goats. That's what eggs my goat. Momokun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, invariably, because Momokun is listening, sucks yep. to be you, playboy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Also, any cosplayers out there looking for a really fat boyfriend? Uh, I'm, I'm single. Uh, if you're into that teddy bear aesthetic, your man's got it in spades. I don't know about teddy bear. Uh, maybe a smaller, actual, real life bear, not a cub or anything, because that implies a lot you're of. You're like different a sun things. bear. Yeah, yeah, with a cute, real yeah. long tongue, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening, you can call me at 281-330-8004. I'm not... I'm not... Uh, who? Oh, okay. <laughs> Denzel. <Yeah>. That's who. <laughs> anyway, uh, did, is that all the tea that we've got for yeah, today? I'm so, uh, yeah, sorry that it went off of it. No, don't worry about it. That's what you're... I mean... This is going to take a long time to edit. I'm not going to be able to make it to the gym. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsies. No gym for Denzel tonight. No Denzi at the gym. Drats. Oopsie uh, whoopsie. <laughs> we made a little fucky wucky. <laughs> a little fucky boinko. God damn it. Um, all right. Well, we're going to get into questions from the subreddit. Actually, you know what? All you lol, lol cowers. Uh, 
Sign up for the Patreon, dog. Yeah, we got I mean, more. We got more content on there. Yeah, you a lot fucking more. leak it to no Momo though. Yeah, let it. All of our content is drama based. It's <laughs> all a, of it. It's, all of it. Your guys' content is like that one guy who got the blackest black. And then they they banned everybody from buying it, but oh, him. No, and no, then no. they released the pinkest pink. The pinkest pink. And he was banned from buying it. So every everything on the Patreons opened everybody, but Momo Kun is banned. Exactly. Although if Momo wants to support us on Patreon, get some of her followers on that boat. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. If yeah. you want to hate follow us, yeah. If just you want to just like give us hate money, yeah. By just all to means. go through all of our content to make sure that you know like. We're we're talking about you in every episode, like I'm reporting now. Yeah, uh, every episode she comes up. We love drama. We're like the shade room, but for anime or gossip for cosplay. Yeah, we. That's what we. I'm just kidding. That's not what we do. But you can't verify that until you go onto our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/NerdHours. <laughs> yeah. Plus, at lie. least uh, what is it? It's five dollars. Yeah, yeah. plus at least five dollars. But you might as well go twenty just in case. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Make it fifty, just, just to be in certain. Case. Yeah, we'll, you, we'll make a new tier just for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Well, anyway, uh, patreoncom slash hours I know you're. I know you're only here for the drama, dog. Look, just come on. You got five bucks. How about you cancel your subscription to Momo Kun and right, bring she, it on they, over? She's canceled. We're not. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, dog. We're just Be popular. one of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, questions from the subreddit, reddit.com slash real nerd hours. We only have like two questions today, which works out because we fucking rambled. Yeah. So Juice Campbell asks. How do you guys feel about the 3D platformers of old? Super Mario 64, Banjo-Kazooie, Donkey Kong 64, etc., etc. And the more recent 3D platformer revival like Ukulele and Hack in Time. Is there a certain magic exclusive to the original games, or is it just nostalgia? Do the newer revival games fall short of greatness? It seems like the fans of the genre have very strong opinions on it. What's your take on it? Uh, so the reason why people think those games are so good is because of nostalgia. If you played Banjo Kazooie now, it would play a lot like Ukulele or Hat in Time. I guess Hat in Time's analog uh, is Super Mario sixty four. Mm-hmm. But like th- the reason why those games didn't do as well as people thought they would is because they gave people exactly what they wanted, uh, a carbon copy of what was popular back then, and they delivered on it in amazing fashion. And people realized, as they do, that those games are extremely shallow. Uh, There's not really all that much to them. You run and you jump, you get powers, you do things. And in all honesty there that's not a bad thing mm-hmm. it's just it is what it is it's not going to stick in your mind as much as the games of the past that were really forefront yeah, yeah. pushing that nostalgia definitely plays a large part in it and i think kind of what you're what you're getting at nikki is that like when it was a new thing it really stood out but also because you were a kid and you didn't have a thousand games in your steam library that are doing similar things or like already scratching an itch. They, they had more to them that stood stood out. I, for one 
was more of a fan of Super Mario 64 than than of Banjo-Kazooie, or really any of the others. He's still a fan of Super Mario 64. He watches speedruns almost every fucking night. <laughs> I watch speedruns of other games as well. I really like the GTA Vice City speedrun. Oh, yeah. that's a fun one, too. Yeah. But, Shoutouts KZ Fru. Yeah. KZ Fru! I just think that Super Mario 64, what really stood out about it to me was that it had very tight control and while the game had some linear elements to it, because you know you unlock stuff one at a time, or two at a time, or whatever, but you had all of your abilities right from the get-go, whereas Banjo-Kazooie, you unlock abilities that allow you to get these jiggies and whatever. Dude, could you imagine if rather than collecting, after collecting every star in fucking mario 64 it just lets you continue collecting stars oh that would be nice yeah instead of like coming out of the painting and going back in yeah the game is artificially so much longer because of that no that's super true that is very true but you know what sorry to cut you off again uh mario odyssey it's the same fucking thing as every other 3D Mario. Stop sucking Mario's dick, okay? <laughs> that shit is very mediocre. I I I haven't played a lot of the more re- the last Mario 3D platformer I've played was the first Galaxy, which I enjoyed. I just I wished it was more traditional controls. Like I don't like the Wii controls. I just don't. So that that took me out of it, but um, I, I still thought it was a solid game. And, and for me, it's just purely, it controls well. The level design is good. The sound design is good. There's nothing wrong with the game. And I'm sorry. I need to amend my statement. I've done a little bit more thinking. I sincerely apologize for my hot take on Mario. Let me say this. Mario Odyssey is a worse version of the <laughs> 3D Mario games. It's worse than Sunshine. It's worse than both of the Galaxy games. It's just worse. <laughs> it's what it, it's literally just a throwback to Mario sixty four, but instead of stars, you're collecting moons. Right. So, oh, and you get to throw a fucking hat for whatever reason. When you throw the hat, the hat that you're wearing doesn't go onto that creature. It turns back into Mario's red hat with eyes. That's fucking lazy, Nintendo. It's fucking lazy, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Fuck Mario Odyssey. All right, there you have it. Um, yeah, as, as for me, I haven't actually played Ukulele or Hat in Time myself. I've seen gameplay of them, and they seem perfectly competent. They seem like totally fine games. At the very least, good enough. And I think the reason why they didn't do too well was largely because of marketing, um, because were both of those Kickstarter projects? Yes, they were. Okay, so that always hurts anything um there was some controversy with ukulele involving john tron i don't really think i know how much that affected anything but if i had to guess dog it this is one of the things that pisses me off about online activism the people who are the loudest complaining oftentimes aren't the people buying the fucking product yeah well yeah i mean they seem they seem perfectly competent but just bad marketing and just kind of bad circumstances around them has made it so that they didn't sell very well I'm sure if I played them, I would enjoy them just fine. Fuck police officers, eh? <laughs> Gets me every time. Uh, <laughs> he says, So I've had conspiracies on the mind this week. Who do you guys think killed JFK? 
<laughs> How does the world not have a conclusive answer for this after 50 plus years? I think that alone makes me lean toward it being an inside job. Maybe we'll never know. Much love, fellas. Can't believe it's been 80 episodes already. Yeah, me neither. It's almost been two years. 20, 20 more weeks and it'll be two years. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I, for one, have not done nearly enough research on the JFK assassination to have any sort of like real take on this. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Dave Chappelle. Uh, it was Oswald, and it was a magic bullet. I'm going to say it was whoever was in that James Franco show on that Hulu, the Hulu original about who assassinated. That was the real guy himself. Yeah, yeah. They managed to go back in time for real, and they got video of the guy. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I don't care about conspiracy theories unless paranormal things are involved, so I'm going to say aliens. Oh, you know what? Let me... uh, Let me backtrack all the way to the big beginning with that Tomb Raider movie. No paranormal stuff. Oh. Boo. Yeah, yeah it was just... Boo. They, they went super realistic. Or high, I want my mummies. I want my goblins. I want my ghoul hand jobs. <laughs> Goblin hand jobs. Okay, all right. This is a poll for the audience. Which do you think... Which would you prefer? A goblin hand job or a ghoul hand job? A ghoul hand job, dog. They got okay. The okay. Wait, 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 wait. Second part of the question is: What is a ghoul? Yes. What defines a ghoul? Isn't it a ghost? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> this was me and Ash. We're sitting on the pool deck, getting drunk at the JW. I don't even know how we. Oh, I remember how we got into this. You know, we don't need to know. We don't need to know we, that. It, it, but it devolved into a conversation of: Would you rather get a hand job from a goblin or a ghoul? But. Apparently, the one common denominator about what defines a ghoul is that they have hooves. They have donkey's hooves. They have donkey hooves. What? According to who? Apparently, the Webster the, dictionary. Yeah, apparently to the dictionary. That's a like the ghoul one has donkey hooves. Okay, and then the the scenario we were coming up with for hands? No, for for, for feet. feet. So they may still have like ghastly hands. But the definition of a ghoul was very much changing to every person we we asked. So then we came I just up with that. I thought it was fucking ghost, so I was with that. Okay. Yeah. So, but then we came up with the scenario: you are at Disneyland and you are on the haunted mansion, and when you are riding out of the haunted mansion, you know there's those mirrors, and the person next to you, like you look in the mirror, they're a ghost. That that whatever thing is next to you is giving you a hand job. What is it? <laughs> I mean, I can't see its feet, so it could be a ghoul. <laughs> could be a ghoul. I so, mean, I, I, I would assume it's a ghost, some sort of specter, right? I can't, little, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, is Dobby putting a sock on it and going to? T- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, I would, I would go with a ghost, so I could make no. ectoplasm jokes. Cons- oh my god! Consider the following. Consider the following. We have ghouls or ghosts such as uh, Moaning Myrtle from uh, Harry Potter. I mean, she may be like that's that's a level of ghost that you can aspire to. But also consider that in Labyrinth, uh, the Goblin King was played by David Bowie. So that could be a David Bowie hand job. Consider the following. I mean, or consider it's, the previous. It really, I think on my poll, it was very close. I had over two hundred and fifty votes on it, and. It was slightly linked toward ghoul, ghoul, right? Ghoul, ghoul one. It was like 45 to, to 55. 55. <laughs> and then Ashes also was leaning ghoul. Yeah, but also pretty close. Yeah. 
We got some splits. I'm team goblin. Ooh. I'm team goblin. So what are the pros of getting a hand job from a goblin? Uh, they're small and dainty, so it's a double-handed. <laughs> that's a double-handed hand job, and there is the potential that it is a David Bowie goblin hand job. I kept thinking. I'm of, laying it out there. When we were talking about this on the pool deck, I kept just kept thinking of the song "Ice Cream Paint Job," but I was remove like changing the words in my head to a "Goblin Hand Job." <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna be the promo clip for this episode. There you go. <laughs> God damn it. Well, anyway, uh, is that that's all that's for it. questions? That's it. Then we got two questions. Uh, well, thanks everybody for writing in this week. Hey, so if you're listening from Lolcal, please come on, Just kick us a few bucks. Kick, come on, man. Yeah, this is I mean, the quality content you can. If you want me to stop punching up at Momokun, <laughs> she weighs less than me, and she's richer than me, and she's she's more famous than me. I mean, if come you on. want me she to ain't stop, cuter. Aw, got you. You're gonna let your you're gonna. I'm going to be Mr. Celia Girl in just a minute. <laughs> I had, I had many jokes that I wanted to make right there because of a conversation we had before this. But, uh, yeah. No, it's cool. I know where I stand. I know what the fuck's up. We all know Chet's the cutest in the world. Boom. Uh, that is a lie. Boom. In my mind. Tell me. In my mind, Chet's my goblin. <laughs> He's giving me a hand job. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, got my little goblin hand going to town right now. Yes. <laughs> oh. We're we're in my apartment. Please don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever I was saying. Yeah, Patreon.com slash Real Nerd Hours. You can follow the show on Twitter at xrealnerdhours. You can follow me on Twitter at that Denzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at Bushido Brown SD. You can follow Nikki at Piggy Nucka P I G G Y N U K K A. Excellent. You can like the show on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Real Nerd Hours Podcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash group slash Real Nerd Hours Podcast. And lastly, as always, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Real Nerd Hours. Patreon.com slash Real Nerd Hours. Uh, it's full shill mode on this episode, mainly because we have a bunch of new listeners. Uh, if you... If you think I'm funny and you want to donate, come on, baby. Do it, please. <laughs> that was off the top of the head. Damn. You see this, man? Improv and his shit. Show and prove, dog. All right. Well, whatever. We'll see you next week. Yep. I'll have a good night. Bye.